Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Friday, June 30th, and we start with local news. A woman was pronounced dead at the scene after being struck by a fallen tree as a severe thunderstorm swept through Murray County yesterday afternoon. Murray County Fire Chief Richard Schatz said firefighters responded to the 4,000 block of Kedron Road in Spring Hill. The woman, who has not been publicly identified, was reportedly standing in her driveway when the tree fell. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Due to the severe weather that moved in yesterday, Nashville International Airport issued a ground stop for arriving aircraft. The ground stoppage was lifted by about 2.45 p.m. An excessive heat warning remains in effect today from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Excessive heat can be dangerous and put vulnerable people at risk of heat exhaustion or heat stroke. Heat exhaustion can cause dizziness, thirst, heavy sweating, nausea, and weakness and lead to heat stroke. Over 30 fire personnel from multiple agencies responded to the Pipkin Hills neighborhood for a residential structure fire on June 28th. Crews arrived to find a deep-seated attic fire. Crews made an aggressive attack and worked in extreme heat for over two hours to bring the blaze under control. Spring Hill Fire Department was assisted by Columbia Fire, Murray County Fire, Williamson County Rescue Squad, and Williamson Health EMS. The cause of the fire is currently undetermined and under investigation by the fire marshal's office. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee and Department of Economic and Community Development Commissioner Stuart McWhorter announced yesterday 10 new site development grant recipients. The grants, totaling approximately $5.9 million, are designed to help communities invest in infrastructure and engineering improvements to land economic development projects and achieve select Tennessee site certification. We're committed to providing rural communities with the resources needed to support continued investment and create quality jobs for Tennesseans, said Governor Lee. I thank the General Assembly for partnering with us to fund these 10 additional industrial sites and look forward to the economic growth and opportunity that will result from these projects, he said. The Site Development Grant Program, part of the Rural Economic Opportunity Act, works in tandem with the Tennessee Economic and Community Development Select Tennessee Program. Since 2016, the Tennessee Economic and Community Development has awarded 153 site development grants across the state, totaling more than $60 million in assistance to local communities and generating approximately 6,400 new jobs for Tennesseans. The latest round of site development program will bring 10 Tennessee communities one step closer to achieving select Tennessee site certification, said McWhorter. Shovel-ready sites are in high demand, and through this program, we are working with local leadership across the state to bring this needed infrastructure to every community, he said. The grants awarded this round include $100,000 to the Industrial Development Board of Murray County for due diligence studies related to their Innovation Campus site. Applications were reviewed by an advisory committee made up of Tennessee Economic and Community Development, Austin Consulting, the Tennessee Valley Authority, Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation, and Tennessee Department of Transportation. Each application was supported by the community senator and representatives in the Tennessee General Assembly. Columbia State Community College received a transformational funding grant from the United Way of Greater Nashville, as well as funding from United Way of Murray County to create the Charger Child Care Program. 
We are very grateful for the United Way of Greater Nashville to offer this funding, which will truly transform the lives of these students and their families, said Patrick McElhenney, Columbia State Development Officer and Director of Grants. The funding for the grant comes from the United Way of Greater Nashville, provided through a donation by Mackenzie Scott. UWGN is using this transformational funding to prioritize high-quality and affordable child care, early literacy and grade-level reading, and workforce development. Beneficiaries of this funding must be residents and counties included in the UWGN footprint and Columbia State Service Area, therefore Hickman County and Williamson County. However, recently the United Way of Murray County agreed to provide funding to expand the program to support student parents residing in Murray County as well. The grant, consisting of $150,000, will be used to launch the Charger Child Care Program. This consists of subsidies to assist Columbia State student parents with out-of-pocket expenses for child care. In the future, the hopes are that additional funding will be secured to expand the program into other counties in Columbia State service area. Student parents have reported that child care cost is a major barrier to their opportunity to stay enrolled in higher education, said Dr. Krista Martin, Columbia State Executive Director of Access and Inclusion. It is unaffordable and sometimes not available, or the agencies have long wait lists for entry. Columbia State recognized this barrier and has initiated this new program with funding from United Way of Greater Nashville to provide financial assistance to our student parents that qualify for the program, she said. The Charger Child Care Program is administered through the Office of Access and Inclusion. Because Columbia State does not have an on-campus child care facility, the program provides subsidies to minimize out-of-pocket child care expenses for student parents. Subsidies are calculated as a percentage of a fee for which the student parent is responsible. After all other sources of aid are applied, through social services, provider-sponsored discounts, and others, on a sliding fee scale based on income level. Subsidies are paid directly to the licensed child care center. United Way of Murray County is thrilled to be partnering with Columbia State to make the Charger Child Care Program a reality here in our community, said Laura Truelove, United Way of Murray County Executive Director. United Way of Murray County is proud to support this initiative and help students fulfill their dreams of furthering their education, she said. Columbia State student parents residing in Hickman, Williamson, or Murray counties with child care cost hardships are encouraged to reach out to Cheryl Seacrest, Columbia State Charger Child Program Coordinator at at C-Seacrest, that's C-S-E-C-R-E-S-T-3 at columbiastate.edu to discuss their needs in the application process. Potential students with child care expenses that are an obstacle to enrolling are also encouraged to contact Seacrest. For more information on the Mackenzie Scott United Way of Greater Nashville Transformational Funding, visit www.unitedwaygreaternashville.org. For more information about United Way of Murray County, visit www.unitedwayofmurraycounty.com. The African American Heritage Society of Murray County will continue its quarterly lecture series with the theme Democracy in America on Saturday, July 8th at 10 a.m. at the Murray County Public Library, located at 211 West 8th Street in Columbia. The speaker, Dr. LaRotha Williams, will discuss the contentious election of 1876 and the resulting compromise of 1877, which effectively ended Reconstruction and the promise to protect the civil and political rights of the formerly enslaved. Dr. Williams is a professor of history at Tennessee State University. In addition, he coordinates the North Nashville Heritage Project, an effort to encourage a greater understanding of the history of North Nashville. His most recent publication is, I'll Take You There, Exploring North Nashville's Social Justice Sites. 
He is a native of Tallahassee, Florida, where he earned a doctorate in history from Florida State University. The lecture is free and open to the public. Founded in 2012, the African American Heritage Society of Murray County is a nonprofit 501c3 organization whose mission is to preserve the heritage and history of African Americans of Murray County. Leadership Middle Tennessee celebrated its class of 2023 on June 13th at the Adventure Science Center in Nashville. The graduates completed an 11-month experiential journey to learn more about the 10 counties in Middle Tennessee. The class of 2023 is passionate about Middle Tennessee, said Lee Rux, president of Leadership Middle Tennessee. I know these leaders will continue to give back and make an impact on their communities, she said. The 2023 Murray County graduates are Daisy Cook of Caledonian Financial, Thad Jablonski of the City of Columbia, and Missy Stahl from the City of Spring Hill. Leadership Middle Tennessee is a regional leadership program founded to engage community and business leaders in the 10-county region of Middle Tennessee. The program starts with a series of 10 monthly day-and-a-half issues focused sessions designed to give participants a greater understanding of the critical issues in the region, motivating them to use their skills to become regionally engaged. Participating counties are Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Murray, Montgomery, Robertson, Rutherford, Sumner, Williamson, and Wilson counties. One class of approximately 40 members is selected each year. Columbia's Mule House's current financial position regarding its impending liquidation and foreclosure underwent a few changes this week after its owners decided the venue will now file for bankruptcy. Initially, the Mule House announced earlier this month its plans to hold a liquidation auction on Monday, inviting potential investors to seek future ownership of the 812 South High Street in Columbia venue. However, once it came time for Monday's auction, spectators were met with news of owners Blair and Eric Garner's decision to instead file for bankruptcy. This meant Monday's auction would be canceled until further notice, auctioneer Ron Ramsey said. We knew from the very beginning that this would be possible, Ramsey said. Anytime you have a foreclosure like this, you have the right to either pay it off before the foreclosure or file for bankruptcy. What this means is they go before a bankruptcy judge and come up with a plan on how to repay. It's hard to see what will happen because of this, he said. Ramsey added that despite the decision to cancel the auction in lieu of the impending bankruptcy, he believes the Garners have a well-thought-out plan in place, but in the end, it is still a business which struggles to make ends meet. They seem like super nice people just from talking with others and seeing their Facebook posts. I believe that 100% of my heart, but still, you've got to make your payments, Ramsey said. They have a great vision, but you've got to balance your checkbook. Hopefully they get something worked out and we may be back. There are lots of things that could happen here, but the bottom line is there won't be an auction today, he said. City manager Tony Massey, who was in attendance during Monday's would-be auction, said he and city staff remain curious as to who will take over ownership of the building, which, despite changing hands, would remain a music venue per the Mule House's 10-year operating contract. We're curious to see what's going to happen with the auction being forecast, but it was announced that the Garners have declared bankruptcy, Massey said. Since the foreclosure announcement, the former First Baptist Church's marquee has read, Ain't Going Nowhere, and currently has shows and events scheduled through the fall months. For a complete schedule of upcoming Mule House events, visit www.themulehouse.com. Since opening in May of 2021, the Mule House has hosted a slew of performances, comedians, and special events, including artists such as Columbia's own American Idol Top 10 finalist Cassandra Coleman, Miranda Lambert, 
Uncle Cracker, comedian killer Bees, Craig Campbell, and Jim Messina of famed 1970s duo Loggins and Messina, just to name a few. The Mule House is also Columbia's first state-of-the-art venue to feature live streaming broadcasts around the world, as well as top-notch lighting and sound provided by teams who have worked with top touring artists such as Bruce Springsteen and Metallica. In May of 2022, the Mule House also hosted a special marker dedication as the venue is featured on Tennessee Music Pathways, which identifies venues and sites around Tennessee that hold a particular significance to the state's arts and music history. United Way of Murray County and On Mission Motorsports are thrilled to announce an exciting partnership that will send a local hero to California at no cost to them. This partnership represents a significant step forward in supporting and honoring these remarkable individuals who selflessly serve our community and country. The partnership between On Mission Motorsports and United Way of Murray County aims to recognize the outstanding contributions of local heroes whose tireless efforts and dedication make a profound impact on the community. These organizations seek to express their gratitude by providing an unforgettable experience for a deserving individual. The selected local hero will be flown to California at no cost to witness and participate in the adrenaline-pumping race event taking place in Johnson Valley and Barstow, California from November 3rd through the 5th of 2023, presented by DP4 Racing. Throughout the three-day event, they will have exclusive access to witness high-speed racing, meet top-notch drivers, and even the opportunity to climb into the co-driver's seat during a section of the race. This opportunity will serve as a well-deserved expression of gratitude for their commitment and service to the Murray County community and our nation. On Mission Motorsports is a prominent motorsports nonprofit organization committed to giving back to those who have served their country and is honored to partner with United Way of Murray County in recognizing a local hero. To be considered for this opportunity, you must be a veteran, first responder, or active duty military and go to the On Mission Motorsports website at onmissionmotorsports.org and click on the Nominate a Hero tab. Be sure to add UWMC in the notes section. United Way of Murray County is proud to collaborate with On Mission Motorsports on this exceptional initiative. It gives us immense joy to honor an outstanding local hero by providing them with a thrilling experience they will cherish forever, said Laura Trulove, Executive Director at United Way of Murray County. We believe it is crucial to recognize and celebrate the remarkable individuals who go above and beyond to make our community and nation a better place. We are grateful to On On Mission Motorsports for joining hands with us in this endeavor, she said. We are thrilled to work with United Way of Murray County to send a deserving local hero to a captivating race in California, expressed Jeff Goldsmith, president at On Mission Motorsports. At On Mission Motorsports, we understand the importance of giving back and showing appreciation to those who serve our communities and country. Through this collaboration, we hope to inspire others to recognize and support remarkable heroes among us. This collaboration between On Mission Motorsports and United Way of Murray County reflects the power of partnerships in creating meaningful meaningful experiences and recognizing the selfless individuals who make a significant impact in our society. By joining forces, these organizations aim to inspire others to acknowledge and appreciate the exceptional efforts of our local heroes. The local hero going to the race will be announced at their second annual fundraising on August 25th at the Memorial Building in Columbia. For more information about On Mission Motorsports and United Way Murray County, please visit onmissionmotorsports.org and unitedwayofmurraycounty.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. 
Mr. Billy Dale Bill Edwards, 78, a retired machinist for Brooks Machine Works for 30 years and a resident of Columbia, died Tuesday, June 27th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Edwards will be conducted on Friday at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Rose Hill Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Friday from 1 p.m. until service time at the funeral home. Mr. Russell Scott Troop, 52, an electrician with General Motors, died unexpectedly Tuesday, June 27th at his residence in Columbia. Funeral services for Mr. Troop will be conducted on Saturday, July 1st at 11 a.m. at Parkway Baptist Church. Burial will follow in Murray Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Friday from 3 until 8 p.m. at Parkway Baptist Church, located at 1500 Tom J. Hedge Parkway in Columbia. Oaks and Nichols funeral directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mr. Robert Lee, Rob Elliott Jr., 58, passed away unexpectedly on June 26th at his residence in Columbia. A celebration of life for Mr. Elliott will be held on Sunday, July 9th from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Southern Tray Steakhouse upstairs in the Magnolia Room. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home is assisting the family with arrangements. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer. And why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important. But we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours. And we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have partly cloudy skies today with a stray thunderstorm possible. The high will be near 95 degrees with winds out of the southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. There is a heat advisory in effect until 8 o'clock tonight. Tonight, we can expect a few clouds with a stray thunderstorm possible. The low will be 73 degrees with light and variable winds. For your weekend forecast, more hot weather will prevail with a high of 94 for both Saturday and Sunday. There's a 50% chance of thunderstorms on Saturday. There's less of a chance on Sunday, although we'll have mostly cloudy skies on Sunday. Overnight weekend lows will be in the low 70s. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, 
Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg. We do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Here we go. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. A new Tennessee law allows school districts to partner with public, both public and private local colleges and universities to plant public schools in their communities. The schools, also known as laboratory schools or training schools, can range from pre-K through 12th grade and must be run in partnership with a public school district. First established in the 1820s, lab schools are typically high-performing with smaller student bodies and a focus on innovative teaching and learning practices. 
They also serve as a training ground for pre-service teachers, similar to the clinical model used by medical schools. Under previous law, the path was easier for public colleges and universities to establish the schools. While it did not outright bar private universities, the new measure amends the law and paves the way for more institutions to join the effort. They qualify for the same funding and adhere to the same standards as public schools and must negotiate contract details with a local district. Representative Caleb Hammer, a Democrat from Nashville, first introduced the bill in the House. A public school graduate and father, he sees it as a positive move that expands quality free education options for Tennessee kids. I'm a firm advocate for a strong public education system, Hammer said. I'm excited about the prospect of expanding something that works really, really well across our state in collaboration with our higher education institutions. At least three universities already run lab schools for a variety of grade levels in the state, the University of Memphis, Middle Tennessee State University, and East Tennessee State University. All three lab schools have been around for more than 100 years, and some are among the highest-performing schools statewide. The law requires any college or university that wishes to start a lab school to be accredited by the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools Commission on Colleges and have its primary campus in Tennessee. While qualified private religious universities can open lab schools, they are still subject to state and federal regulations, including those governing the separation of church and state, Hammer said. He said his initial bill proposal was met with excitement from his colleagues, setting off a bipartisan effort to see it through. Several Republican co-sponsors joined Hammer's bill. Senator Don White of Murfreesboro sponsored the Senate version of the bill, with Senator Ramesh Ekbari, a Democrat from Memphis, joining as a co-sponsor. Education has gotten so politically polarized, Hemmer said, this is a bipartisan, common-sense solution. Statewide scores for the 2023 Tennessee Comprehensive Assessment Program were released Thursday as heightened scrutiny around third graders continues due to a new reading and retention law. The law, which took effect this year, used the English language arts section of the TCAP as the sole measure for determining whether third graders would advance to fourth grade. Those scores were released May 19th for third graders, setting off a fast-moving timeline for parents and schools to schedule retakes, apply exemptions, file appeals, and enroll third graders in summer school or tutoring to avoid holding them back from fourth grade. While roughly 60% of third graders fell short of the state's reading proficiency standard, it's not clear how many will ultimately be retained after exemptions, summer school, and appeals unfold. Overall scores across all grades posted gains in each category tested, English language arts, math, science, and social studies. State leaders touted the progress, especially as they work to continue the fight against pandemic learning loss. This year's scores largely match or surpass pre-pandemic levels. Tennessee's strategic education investments have resulted in encouraging gains for students across every subject and grade, including strong reading improvements, Governor Bill Lee said in a Thursday news release from the Tennessee Department of Education. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Today. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. This weekend, start your 4th of July celebration early with lots of family fun activities, fireworks, good food, and a whole lot more. Columbia kicks off its 4th of July celebrations with the Rotary Club's annual 4th of July parade at Murray County Park. The event will start at 9 a.m. Saturday near the Kids' Kingdom area of the park, beginning with an honoring ceremony, followed by a children's bike parade. Pets are also invited to dress up in their best patriotic flair to participate in the parade. Not far from the Rotary 4th of July Parade will be another fun Murray County Park attraction for classic car lovers. The Red, White, and Blue Car Show will run from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. In addition to a a chance for local collectors enthusiasts to show off their pride and joy, the car show will also serve as a charity event benefiting Columbia Counseling Ministries. The event will also feature six food trucks, live music from Classic Vinyl 931, prize giveaways, and more. For those interested in registering, there will be a limited amount of premium parking spots available. Registration is 20 bucks. For more information, visit www.redwhitebluecarshow.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back on Monday to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great weekend. <laughs>